0: And welcome to the Woman in Myths podcast. I'm Katie Ray, one of your hosts. And unlike any of our other episodes before, which we've had 10, so not that many, but unlike all of them, we are diving into something new today. And I am talking by myself on here, which feels really crazy. Um, I had told myself that I am not going to stop and try to re record, even though I feel uncomfortable, because it feels unbelievably better to have a buffer in the room with you to laugh when you feel awkward. Um, And I do not have that today. So here you go, the real raw version of me as I talk to you for the next 20-ish minutes. Um, But this week at yeah, this week at the we are entering some new and exciting ideas that we've had, some seasons that have come up. So all of it started last week when I was in Virginia with my parents, and I'm sitting in their backyard which is pretty much like a nature preserve it's so beautiful um and it's filled with otters who are playing in this pond and we have this bonfire going and there are geese around and birds chirping and it's beautiful um, and we are talking about my life and what's happening because it feels like there's a lot of crazy transitions happening in my life and I felt a little bit like I was having a midlife crisis which hopefully is not true because it's not midlife for me fingers crossed maybe like a I don't know, a third quarter life crisis. I don't know. Um, However old I live, it was what felt like a crisis in the moment of just talking to my parents about what's going on. And we came to the subject of the woman amidst and my mom asked a really great question, which got me thinking, which was what, what does being a woman amidst really mean? So what does the woman amidst really mean? What does it mean to us? What does it mean to you? How do we cultivate and really hone in on this idea and really offer more to you all? Um, and help with that. And I think a lot of it came around this idea of focus. And I think a lot of the focus in the past has been like the trials or the hardship or the transition or the loss. And instead of really honing in on what we find in the midst of it, we realize the subject isn't the hardship. The subject is what we get out of the hardship. It's the beauty instead of the ashes. It's the... Joy instead of the sorrow. It's the purpose instead of the feelings of being lost. And um, for what we're talking about this month, it's a sense of self that we discover amidst that transition and trial and loss. Um, so moving forward, we decided Haley and I decided that this is what we really wanted to pull it back around to. We wanted to talk to you guys, and so we are going to be moving into a theme. This next season, starting in the month of May, we are going to talk about really rediscovering ourselves, discovering our sense of self amidst those trials, transitions, loss, pains, changes, whatever they are, um, even the good ones, and what that looks for us, what that looks like for us. Yeah, I think individually, I mean, it looks like for me, rediscovering myself amidst this season of transition and a lot of noise in my life. um, But for a lot of other people, it's learning how to hold on to bits of yourself amidst motherhood or pregnancy or having multiple kids or learning how to rediscover what you love amidst amidst a move and into a new spot. Or for, I think a lot of us, it is rediscovering who we are and what brings us joy and celebration amidst a pandemic and a really, really hard year. And so that's what we want to focus in on this next season. Um, So, you know, what does that look like for myself? As I talked about with my parents and my hopefully not midlife crisis, um, if you read on Instagram this last week, I quit my job. I gave my two weeks notice, which came after a four year season of coming to an end, which was really hard. Making that decision felt tough because I loved what I was doing and I loved the people I was working with um, at one time. So I still love the people I'm working with and I still love what I do in theory. But life changed. Life happens. Um, And so I started thinking about that. I was thinking about the last four years that had been filled with travels to the Philippines and diving with the Bajau tribe, which was a dream, and traveling to Machu Picchu to tell stories with one of my best friends, or getting to take beautiful photography of these amazing people in Guatemala as I get to live alongside them or getting to tell the stories of this new intervention for the opioid crisis that could change the world Um, or sitting in New York City eating some of the best Thai food of my life and getting to dream up stories of sustainable travel with one of my best friends um there were a lot of reasons that I left, and those weren't the reasons. Obviously, I love those things, but COVID changed life, and my company changed because of job changes and job losses. And I had a baby, and my husband's entering new work seasons, and life just changes. Transitions happen. Not all of them are bad, but they but life changed, and I started to think about how that flame that fueled me once, that passion, that desire, started to drift. Um, I felt like Abraham a bit in the desert when God was calling him into new places and he had to follow, even though it didn't make sense. And then the Israelites following that cloud of fire, I felt like that cloud of fire was moving away from my life. I could feel it fading, but I so desperately wanted to cling to what I had and what was once good because I wanted security and I started to lose little bits of myself. I was so afraid of stepping into that new season to step forward that i was holding on to what was and i really did i started to forget what drove me and i feel like this midlife crisis kind of came around that it was like who am i what do i want these are the questions i've been asking myself the last few months like what what do i love i really don't know anymore and i don't know what all it was i think it was a mix of everything covid job changes friendship changes babies all of it but it was a reality um and then I listened to a podcast by Annie Downs. Annie is just an incredible human being. I actually got to meet her a few years ago when she was another bridesmaid and a mutual friend of ours wedding. And her and I roomed together. And that was when I first discovered just her uh, vivacious, life-filled personality and how she is someone who pursues what she wants with a lot of passion and courage and bravery. And she still does that. Um, she is an Enneagram 7, so this all makes so much sense. Her podcast is called That Sounds Fun. She has a book called That Sounds Fun, and her whole life is kind of shaped around like these fun experiences, which gives me a real kindred spirit to her because that is just how I view life. Um, even last night, I was talking to my husband about and one of his friends about how they are so driven towards their career and how they have a hard time like even choosing maybe the experience they want over the desire for like the drive and the pursuit of success or achieving what they like sought after. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm not having fun anymore, if it doesn't feel good, then I'm just going to do something else. Great. Um, Not always the best perspective, but definitely how I pursue things sometimes. And so I just felt real kinderness with this book. That sounds fun. So I was reading to, sorry, not reading, listening to her podcast with Jenny Allen Who is another Enneagram 7? I swear, I I have a lot of friends who are not Enneagram 7s, but I do love what they both have to say. And they were talking about Annie's book, and she started talking about something that just struck a chord in my heart. She was saying that if you want to discover what you were made for, look at what you love to do as fun for a kid. Like, wow. Okay, so before the inhibitions of life came, before the stressors, before tragedy hit, before trials what did you love to do? What fueled you before responsibility happened? Who were you and what did you love? Um, And at first I was like, well, does that really correlate? But then I just started thinking about it. I was on a walk. I was on this trail next to our house, beautiful outside. Spring is coming up. Flowers are blooming. And I just started to feel it like just the inspiration of what I loved to do as a kid on this trail, which like correlated so much with what I love to do, came back to me. Um, I just remember being six years old. I was watching Shamu at SeaWorld and I wanted so desperately to be the woman diving with him, which later I realized I didn't want for conservation purposes, but that's outside of this story. Um, But I wanted to be the woman diving. I wanted that experience, that adventure, and to feel what it was like to dive with this whale. And then a year later, I was swimming laps in a pool, trying to see how long I could hold my breath, trying to prepare myself for my future underwater experiences and diving. And I remember feeling happiest when I was covered in sand, head to toe at the beach, or when I was lost in a forest with my friends and we started a club where in order to be initiated, you had to dive into the cold water of the North Georgia mountains, which were freezing. Um, childhood fun looked like discovery, playing in the dirt, meeting new people as I went door to door, asking if someone wanted to play, which this is a true story. We moved a ton when I was little and my mom said I would go door to door and just ask who wanted to play. Um, just like constantly trying to make new friends, which if you know me, sounds a lot like what I still do today. And, but that's what I loved. I loved meeting new people, even as a child and getting to experience life with them and do life with them and be outside. It looked like building a caterpillar farm, which is true. It's what I did. Putting blankets under the sun because I just wanted to be outside. Um, yeah, memories from my childhood came racing back and i just felt free, and then I remembered being a high school senior or maybe junior. I don't remember exactly when you applied to college, but I was applying to college and all of my friends wanted to go to big state schools, which I applied to as well. And I did end up going to the University of Georgia, go Dogs, But I dreamt of going elsewhere. I wanted to go abroad. I wanted to go to the University of Hawaii, which my parents said was too far for a four year school, which I understand out of state tuition, all of that. Understandable. But I really wanted to do something like that. I wanted to live in Costa Rica or Italy. I wanted to s- adventure. I wanted to explore, meet new people. And um, it, it ended up going to Ireland, where I studied journalism and I wanted to take photos and tell stories of those experiences. And I wanted to join the skydiving team. Um, and then, just like a lot of life happens, and what happened this year to me, hardship happens with my family. I lost a lot of those dreams um, and settled for some of the practical realities of life. I came. I came home from Ireland, and after extreme tragedy where my family really fell apart, which later on this podcast I will be talking to you more about, um, but a lot of tragedy happened, and I decided that I should become a nurse, and that felt more practical, and not that nursing is practical for everybody. Some people that is the fire that fuels them, that is the dream. But it wasn't for me, and I lost little bits of myself amidst these hardships, and I didn't find them again for a while, um, until I found myself a few years later in Africa alone, caring for orphan children, and that that same. Uh, fire, what that I keep saying. I'm using this word so much, but it just came back to me. Um, and then a few years later in Kenya, I was sliding down a dormant volcano in the ash amongst several friends. There are giraffes standing near us. I am covered head to toe in dirt and sweat and sunburn. I literally got so sunburned that my lips swelled up. It looked like I had Kim Kardashian lips that I had paid for, which, uh, besides the painful part, I wasn't. Super unhappy with. It was very exciting for a day, Um, but it was. I just felt so free. Um, I felt like myself. And then again in Uganda, I was sitting with this woman, which I like. Side story. I will tell your story really quick. Um, And she had just. She had been through such an incredible trial I just couldn't even imagine compared to the hardships that I had really just gone through and still were walking through with my own family. But she had had a baby with hydrocephalus, which is when you have water on the brain and the brain swells up and if you've ever seen babies with the really enlarged heads, that's what happens. And her family thought this was a curse on her family, which is very prevalent still in areas of the world where witch tractors are present. And they told her that in order for her to rid her family of this curse, she had to drown her baby in the river, which is so devastating. Um, Just, I can't even imagine the loneliness and the desperation that she felt and hopelessness for her love for a child Um, and for protection for her child. Yeah. And for protection for her child, I just can't even imagine and she ended up having to prostitute herself trying to get money to get surgery for her child at one of the government hospitals and she was able to meet someone from cure where she came and they provided surgery for her child and she didn't have to go through these extreme measures and she's crying just talking about the healing and community she felt amongst these people and I just remember sitting there and being like people need to hear this story. This is what these experiences that I've had are for. They're to share stories of this woman's resiliency and fight and passion for her child and protection and But then the hope that she felt amidst this amazing organization, Cure International, and amidst these women who were going alongside the same trials that she is. Um, And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to share these stories. And I started to find some of that desire again. Um, And it was through all these experiences that I just started to feel that same passion that I felt once you know, as a child and in Ireland and, you know, doing all of having these travel experiences and traveling for my job when I was, you know, seeing a lion for the first time and I'm in tears and seeing the Bajau tribe and, you know, figuring out how to tell their story of sustainable travel so that people can go to the Philippines, but still not interfere with the livelihood of these people who have been around for centuries. And I just... I just realized that it's this adventure risk, these experiences, these stories of people so different than me and capturing it. And that's what fueled my soul. And that's what I love doing. I love sharing that with people. But the similar pattern keeps happening in my life that I think happens to a lot of us. It's When trials hit us, when hardship or transition hit us, we start to give away pieces of that fire, pieces of our self, of our soul, of what fuels us for things that can bring us security. Um, And I think a lot of that is really natural a lot of that happens. There are times when we just change, times when we have to stop pursuing that dream to look at what's in front of us, to give ourselves time to heal, time to cling to sometimes that solid ground around us because everything is shaking. I think that's all very normal and all healthy to do. But there comes a point where I was ready to say, no more. I was ready to stop losing those parts of myself every time something hard came up and not even something hard, but just transitions like motherhood. That's so good. And so sweet. Um, I wanted focus and to know, and I feel like in a world where there's so much around us and so many voices and so much noise, it's easy to get distracted just in general. And I was ready to rediscover that, to figure out who I was and find those things that drive me. Um, Yeah. And yeah, and I feel like I had forgot what parts of me brought me the most joy over the last 10 years. And so that's what I've been doing is discovering and discovering those sides and giving myself more space for them. Um, I needed to bring back the fun as a kid into my life and be choosy about what I say yes to to make sure that I don't lose that again. And in the military life, we move a ton. There's going to be more transitions. We're probably going to move in the next year. We're probably going to have another kid. Um, There's going to be a lot of transition in my life and in yours. There's going to be hard things that come up that are out of our control. There are going to be beautiful things that come up that are in our control that still change us and change who we are and how do we learn what to cling to and how to hold on to that sense of self and that fire. And then what is okay to change and what needs to transition. Um, And that's what I'm really uh, pressing into right now myself. And that's what Haley and I really felt like this next season of The Woman Emits needed to press into. How in transition tragedy or loss and how it just really happens and how do we cling to what's good and what's still a part of us and what we don't have to lose amidst those things. So that's what we're going to be talking about. We have a few podcasts lined up that we are so excited to share with you guys about how we have rediscovered ourselves, how we fight for what brings us joy amidst some of life's big transitions. Um, and we want this to transcend against a lot of different people. So scenes of singleness, moving, transition, tragedy, motherhood, pregnancy loss, becoming an empty nester. We want this to cross some of those borders and not feel like it's only for one sector of people like military life or parenthood or whatever is. Um, even some of the stories I've shared before about some of my interactions overseas, really excited to bring some of those stories to life to you, to hear for some of those women who I've learned so much from, who I still have a relationship with. So we have some really exciting stories of, of this that we want to share with you and how we discover how to find ourselves, how to keep ourselves and how to learn to let some of ourselves go and know that that's okay to be changing and to become a different person. So really excited for this for you guys, really excited for you for you to be a part of it. And as always, if you have stories of this that mean a lot to you, we'd love for you to share them with us. We'd love to hear from you um, and get to share some of those stories. So thanks for being a part of this today. Thanks for hearing from me for the last 20 minutes. Always love being here with you guys. So excited for the woman amidst and what um, the future holds for this community. All right. Well, we will talk to you next time and have a great day. it's Haley I just wanted to thank you all so much for tuning in today we're really excited about this new theme that we're introducing and just hope that everyone listening will get some encouragement from it no matter what type of transition they're walking through we're going to continue with our coffee giveaway to help spread the word of the podcast so if you post a photo of yourself listening or a screenshot of the podcast itself and share it to your stories you'll be entered to win your daily coffee order on us Um, we'll announce the winners at the end of the week Thank you all again for listening. We'll see you guys next time with the first episode of our new series. Have a great week.